Welcome to Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. And well, today we are joined by our son, Ben. Benjamin. Hello. <laughs> it's me, Ben. Hello, Ben. Ben Taylor. You are our middle treasure. Yep. How old are you? Um, You're 20. 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very <laughs> Your confusing. name's Benjamin. Ben. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got to say I'm surprised, to be honest, because I always thought Isaac was the favourite. So oh. I was expecting him to be here. You're oh. such a... But Why then, would Isaac now, be the favourite? No, but now that I'm here, I've now realised I'm actually the favourite. Oh, so yeah. It all we makes just better sense. make sure that Jake and Isaac don't listen to this podcast. They, they never do anyway. So, no. so. <laughs> Honestly, I I, we do not have a favourite. No. Let's just make that clear. No. This is dangerous having him on this podcast. It's really dangerous. We've given already... Given a pet talk, but mm, anything could happen. Just good you can edit it. Yeah. I've got a long list of embarrassing stories. <laughs> Good. Well, we have brought you on today, Ben, because we want to talk about the youth of today and the challenge of young people walking with the Lord and, um, and how we can best encourage uh, you guys in your, in your journey. Sounds good. Yeah. So am I, am I still classed as a youth of today then? You are. That's all right. Well, it's for anybody, isn't it? Like maybe younger, a lot younger than you or older but I think the reason that we were wanting to do it really was because we feel like your generation has a lot of pressures and a lot of um, potential struggles and I think more than anything probably loneliness is maybe one of the bigger and behind all of that a lot of potential this is the future the future of the church so we need to get this right don't we in generational stuff and I think we're not brilliant at doing it in that we tend to just hang out with the people our age and we, we need to work as a family unit, older and younger. So come on then, Ben. I've mentioned loneliness. Do you think loneliness is something that people your age and younger are struggling with? Yeah, I think um, obviously not everyone, but some people do. Um, I think from a Christian point of view, definitely it's hard to find young people which have similar views to you. Um, and you might feel a bit, a bit isolated in that way if you can't find... Mm other people or if your friends have completely different views to you um then that can be quite difficult uh so for me i went to a, a christian school and there well, were about you ha- sorry you say oh, christian but well i, I was going to go into that actually, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, thanks, yeah. um <laughs> because there were about 300 people in my in just my year group so obviously there's how many other year groups um but like i'd i could maybe count like five or ten other Christians that I knew. Right. Like it it wasn't Yeah. It wasn't an obvious and it's like the ones that were Christians weren't obvious about it because yeah. they're you're outnumbered really, aren't you? You've got you survival got mode. Two hundred and ninety nine yeah. people which all think that Christianity is stupid and oh you have to go to church at the end of term and it's boring and all that. Yeah. Then there's just you on your own like <laughs> So what did they, so, what did all the others believe then? Did they have no beliefs or did they just, was there a general theme that other people I your think, age believed? Um, well, obviously it depends. Like there, there were people which did have other beliefs, other like religions and whatnot. Um, there's a few, I mean, it sounds bad to say it, but like like maybe their, their families were Christian or they went to church as a kid. Yeah. So they might still label themselves as a Christian. Right. But the fact is they haven't been to church for, the last 10 years and they don't have anything to do with it and they don't really care yeah. at all about it so and that's the difference isn't it like having a relationship with god yeah exactly. is different to just yeah. labeling yourself 
Yeah, yeah. On your tax form, yeah. Christian. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, but the yeah. bottom line is that's a challenging environment to be in, particularly in those school years where, you know, you're trying to work out who am I, where do I fit in this world? Well, it's definitely seen as being not cool as well. Like, is yeah. it? Yeah. Because the thing is they label you the same as the vicars in the big church that you go and see. Right, which were really boring. Really boring. Like, and, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, not not even just the roads, but just boring. Right. And difficult to relate to. Like they're to. talking to like 14-year-olds. Yeah. And they're just boring. There's nothing about them. So if you'd say, oh, yeah, I'm the same as him. Yeah. Obviously yeah. to them. You're just weird. So yeah. then I guess they would just think you'd been indoctrinated by your parents yeah. or something. like. Yeah, just... but that's that's sort of the struggle because in those teenage years, and I guess maybe a bit older or a bit younger, that's the time where you're becoming more independent. Yeah. So in those youth years, I guess you could call them, you're trying to figure out for yourself, who am I? Where do I belong? What do I want to do? What do I want to believe? Yeah. And it's the time where you sort of decide for yourself, well, with a lot of different things, with Christianity in, in particular, am I going to church because my mum and dad bring me to church every week? Or am I going to church because I actually want to go to church and I actually want to have a relationship with God yeah. and th- have the rest of my life It's a massive, It's so. a massive transition, that, isn't it, when you've grown up in a Christian home and it's sort of always been part of life for that to be now your own choice. I remember that as a teenager, suddenly thinking, oh, hang on, I, n- I need to decide this for me, you know. Mm. Yeah, and the... And the the difficulty comes because like I was saying about the other kids at school or the even at work or wherever else you might find other people, you've got everyone pulling in a different direction. So obviously yeah. in your head, if you've grown up in a church, you know, oh, I should follow that on. I know yeah. that's right, whatever. But then you've got friends that are saying, oh, no, come do this, come this way with us. You've got people at work that are saying, no, no, come this way, do this. Even Even like celebrities, for example, if you look up to a certain celebrity that you see on TV and they're saying, oh, yeah, look at me, I'm doing this. Mm. It, it just it depends who you sort of look up to, I guess. And maybe that's where the older generation can come in. And instead of looking up to certain celebrities, you can look up to people in your church. Yeah, that's true. I think it's such a it's such an age where you need friends, isn't it? Yeah. That's a thing. Like, And it's not a bad thing or a wrong, but it, it is so the way we're made for relationships and when you're your age younger you you need friends you need people around you you don't want to be isolated and just stuck on your own you want to be having fun and yeah yeah yeah. it's really it's tough and I think if you haven't got Christian friends around you that's really really tough because then the fun you, you want to hang out with your friends and have fun but they might be doing stuff that is a compromise I guess yeah yeah I mean, the truth is, for every generation, compromise is is always there, isn't it? There's the option to compromise our faith, regardless of what age you're at. But I guess for young people, there's so much pressure to conform to a certain, to what everybody else is doing. Yeah, it's almost like swimming against the current. Mm-hmm. So if the current's all pulling this way, yeah. and you're trying to then swim up the stream, but obviously it's pulling you back the other way, and it's it's hard to sort of make any progress, it feels like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, it is, it is hard to make a stand. And, like, I found that, to be honest, like, it's, it is hard to sort of bluntly say to people, like, oh, I can't go out with you on Sunday because I'm going to church. Yeah, and they really look at hard. you and they go, like, what? Like, yeah. what, why? <laughs> but, you know, and to be honest, it, it, can be, it can be hard and it can be difficult and it can make people maybe, I mean, to be honest, 
it's probably mostly in your head for the most part, like thinking what people will think about you. Yeah. I know a lot of people have said, oh, I'm a Christian. And they go, all right, cool. Like literally nothing changes. Then obviously there are people where it does sort of mm-hmm. change their opinion of you a bit. Um, but in the same way, like as hard as it is, it can also be a, gr- a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like you sort of, as soon as you make that stand and make it clear, oh, actually I'm a Christian. Oh, actually I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. As hard as that is, as soon as you've said that, it sort of can open doors for different conversations. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then really they'll true. be saying, why, 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 why this, why that? Yeah. It takes and, real guts though, doesn't it? I mean, that does yeah. take guts to do that. I mean, we'll get later on in, we'll talk about how we can pray for, you know, for young people particularly. But I think one of the things it's got to be for, for real courage, isn't it? That, that ability to say those things out loud with the, with the very real possibility that that, you know, you could be ridiculed for the next X number of years you're at school or at uni or whatever. So that's a, that's really a big deal. I remember you, Ben, telling me about when you were at work, um, because you're doing a uni degree, aren't you? But you were working at the supermarket. And um, I remember you telling me that your friends had all been, the guys you were working with, they'd all been out all night. And (laughs) and they said to you, and you said you were, you were shattered because you'd been out all night. I'd been up all night as well. I'd I'd gone to bed at five o'clock or something, I told them. And they were like, oh, wow, I've got less sleep than I have. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, where were you out partying?" Yeah, and- what club were you at? And I was like, "Oh no, we did a uh, we did a twenty four hour prayer at church." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you told me that they just sort of went, "Oh," and then like, yeah, and stopped completely talking. changed subject straight away. <laughs> oh, did you see the football game the other day? Like, what? <laughs> it was instant. But I think the thing that stuck with me with that because I thought, "Oh man, Ben, you're so brave." Um, because I think we're all challenged. Like, you know, it, do we dodge the questions when you're at the hairdressers or whatever? So it's a challenge for all of us just to make that stand. But I was the thing that stuck out from it with me, Ben, is that you, you weren't like, and so here's the gospel and here's oh, yeah. my <laughs> preach and yeah, here's you my... You shouldn't have been to those clubs. You yeah. should have been with me at church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, but I, don't, I think that's really inspirational because I think it is just that you, you're just speaking truth and you're just being you, really, because that was true. That was what had happened. Yeah. But that that's enough like it's just seeds sown isn't it you haven't um... well, yeah like almost just to go back over what I've just said I don't I don't want to make it sound like to make a stand against these things you have to make it completely black and white like oh no I'm not doing that oh no I'm not whatever yeah like yeah, you're not, yeah. you, you don't have to completely separate yourself away from these people yeah I like to be honest that that could almost help with loneliness yeah like you can you are allowed to have non-christian friends <laughs> like it's not yeah doesn't say in the Bible, separate yourself from everyone and live in a cave on your own. Like, right. you know, you are... Yeah, read in your Bible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are allowed to sort of have non-Christian friends. And if anything, um, just the little stands that you might make, the little, oh, no, I'm not doing that. Oh, mm-hmm. no, I don't believe that, whatever. Without ramming it down their throat, it can make a big... And they'll see the difference in you. And yeah. they'll say, oh, how come... What, what's up with that, Ben? Why would you... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why is he a bit different? And then, yeah. yeah can open up opportunities for conversations and stuff. So. I think that's great because that's, that's com- the compromise isn't that you just block and chop off people. Yeah. <laughs> it's that you know what your values are and what you believe. And, um, and you, you've never been anyone who's gone around saying you shouldn't be doing that because that's bad and yeah, no, that's because... wrong. And it's not about judging other people, is yeah. it? But it's about knowing what you're on. But it just shows, doesn't it, how powerful you can be, how you can be a real, a really powerful witness without having to actually 
preach the gospel every time you speak. Like, because yeah. if you did that, you would be isolated from those people. They would very quickly remove you, wouldn't they? Yeah. So just by making the point without preaching it, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Or Yeah, well, actually, and then almost if they come up to you afterwards for yeah. the next few weeks and keep asking questions and, and if you're still else. friendly with them you're not yeah. you know you're not holding up a cross in front of them saying get behind me and <laughs> all this stuff that you you're still friendly with them and care for them and have a good laugh with them and chat about the football or whatever else yeah so there's that normality to it it, it does give that opening so yeah so how do you find how would you advise people or how have you found it yourself like with compromising on things you know how do you do you just listen to people around you from church and um decide what your values are on things you know um i mean to be honest it's it's probably different for everyone uh for me probably how i've been brought up but then also different so perfect oh pen well, let's say, talk about I was that. Say, let's, I was going to say, say that. Let's was, talk about your I was going to say the, the, the problems came from how I was brought up, really. <laughs> Where's the delete button? <laughs> no, but it, obviously it's different for everyone, and you do sort of change your beliefs a little bit. You sort of, you know, yeah. you pick up different things from different people and you interpret yeah. the Bible in different ways to other people do. So, like, to be honest, I, I know people which do things which I wouldn't do. <laughs> but that's not to say that they're right and I'm wrong or I'm wrong and they're right. or I yeah. say the same thing twice. Anyway, like it, like so, so just so, like talking like um, drinking or going to nightclubs. Yeah, or well, that like kind of any, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no. It's sort of it is down to your own interpretation of things and whatever else. And your but, own convictions. Is yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So well, I've I found personally that a lot of the times, non-Christian people can be a lot more understanding than Christians themselves. Because right. if you if you say to a, a non-Christian person like oh, no, I, I'm, I don't want to go out to a nightclub or, oh, no, I don't want to drink a beer or whatever it might be. You know, it, obviously it's more than just alcohol in clubs, but yeah. they're the examples I'm giving. Then they'll be like, oh, right, fair enough. But if you say it's a Christian person who might believe that they're okay, yeah, then they're almost like, oh, well, I do that and I'm a Christian, so yeah. what's your excuse now? Right. <laughs> so it's, fine. It's, it's a bit ironic, isn't it, that the pressure then comes from within... Your Christian, yeah, it can be, yeah, friends, yeah. <laughs> the, the friends so, were even yeah. saying that you need to go and find yeah. <laughs> can be, can be hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously, it, it it ultimately just boils down to having finding out what your beliefs are, like you do in your teenage years when you're becoming more independent and figuring stuff out for yourself. Find out what you believe and then just stick to that, mm -hmm. and don't let other people sort of change that or manipulate. It's a or lot whatever. of backbone, though, doesn't it? It does for sure. It does. So just. It would be helpful, Ben, for you just to sort of share how how you feel like you get to that point of having that courage to be able to stand. Yeah, well, I guess it's it's different for everyone. Again, um, yeah. me personally, it, it's sort of obviously, I, obviously, I grew up in a Christian. Are we back to the loving, perfect parenting? Yeah, well, perfect, <laughs> perfect, overstatement. Talk about your mummy. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, I I had grown up in a very Christian house. Like, you guys work for an international Christian ministry. Like, I moved to different countries because of following God. So, like, I always had a thought of, like, oh, God's real. But obviously when I got to, you know, 16, 17, whatever, it, it, there came a point where it had to be my decision and mm -hmm. I had to choose it for myself. Um, and, yeah, I guess, I guess that's sort of where it comes down to is that 
moment where you sort of say like, right, God, I'm here. Here's my life. There you go. Take it. <laughs> like, do you know, like the, the, the moment where you sort of make a stand and say, I don't want what these people are doing at school. I don't want what they're doing. I want whatever you have planned for my life. So what was it that made you really want that thought? Like, um, Well, I guess it's just I'd always wanted that, but I'd sort of felt myself drifting a little bit. Like I was saying with the current of people pulling one way, yeah. I sort of felt like I was being pulled away slightly. Um, so I guess it's just that that desire to make it, you know, it's not it's not a 50-50 half-hearted yeah. following of God where you go to church on Sunday, but then the rest of the week you don't care, you mm. don't do anything. You know, I wanted yeah. 100%, yeah. boom, there you go. But, it seems a little pointless, that, doesn't it, to have sort of, one part of you is Christian and the other part isn't, it doesn't. Yeah, it's like the whole lukewarm thing, isn't it? Yeah. You don't want to be lukewarm, try to be hot or cold, yeah. like make a choice sort of thing, don't sit on the fence. Uh, so I guess, it, yeah, I guess it just did come down to that because mm. it, it was sort of like I was lukewarm, I was on the fence sort of yeah. either way or the other, so I had to make a choice at some point. And I did make a choice and I sort of went for it. And I think that's important that you don't, when you do sort of make a choice, that you do sort of go with it. Yeah, and keep you, going. Yeah, yeah, and you don't just sort of, after one day, if lightning hasn't come from heaven and, like, you know. Mm. You don't just singing in your bedroom. Yeah, exactly, like, don't give up. But Yeah. yeah. That's a really good message, Ben, because it is pushing through, isn't it? It's, it's, not, it's going against maybe what even your emotions feel. Yeah, yeah. Like pushing through. Yeah, definitely. And, it's, yeah. and at the end of the day, it's faith anyway. So, mm. like, you, you might not ever get angels singing in your bedroom. Or whatever, like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You you might never actually have a physical encounter with God where you think, "Oh, right, he's definitely real." Mm. But it's sort of persevering through that faith and not getting disheartened if you feel distant, yeah. but instead just seeking after God and and that faith must be something that really touches the Lord's heart. That then he he responds in giving you the courage because it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean, does it, that once you make that stand, that every time you don't compromise. Everything's going to be perfect and nobody's going to make fun of you. Oh, anymore. yeah, no. It doesn't mean that every time that situation pops up that you're immediately just like, no, I'm a <laughs> right. Christian. Like, yeah. it is still difficult every time. Yeah. And it's, like, it's never easy. And it's awkward and a bit embarrassing yeah, exactly. sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and you've still got all the feelings, haven't you? Like all the feelings of embarrassment or of feeling unpopular or well, just different yeah. i suppose different, yeah. yeah nobody wants to be different you want yeah. to sort of blend in but it is just yeah, yeah. so so i want you just to give us some advice give us all some advice on what we can as old people on dad's stress this would never normally happen me for advice is yeah. a, definitely it's, a it's a no, this is what we do all the time ben <laughs> first for everything ben yeah right so Advice for old people like dad, no, and me, um, <laughs> on how we can, what can we do to help you guys? Because I do think one of the things watching you through that time was you did keep putting yourself in good situations. You weren't seeking God, but then really running after the world's ways that you were still going to church and putting yourself in situations where God could yeah. ignite something in yeah. you in that seeking time. Um, well, I guess I guess that's it. Like during that time, my friends might be going out, or they might be whatever else. But then I'd be at church, like leading worship or something. 
and that would sort of push me on further if that makes sense yeah. so it's not just like so when you make that stand it's not it's not a case of just praying a prayer to god and then just occasionally reading your bible or whatever like doing practical things you've got to pursue it haven't you you've yeah exactly to, yeah like pursue different giftings you might have or whatever else yeah try and build relationships with people in your church um yeah but you also had some good guys around you didn't you older guys who were able to sort of speak into your life a bit and help and just encourage you along weren't they yeah and to be honest I, I, the, the whole older generation thing especially when like when you guys say it and i hear it it makes me think of like grandparents but that's right. not the case at all. Like, it's just people which are a bit more experienced than you are. Mm-hmm. People that have been through what you're going through at the moment. Yeah. That can see what you're struggling with yeah. and then can sort of draw from what they went through. Yeah. If that makes sense. So, like, and to be honest, it, it helps having different people. So it's not just like, I mean, it's like mentoring, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I, I've never officially seeked out a mentor. Or whatever. I've never gone up to somebody with a right. with a ring and got on a knee and said, "Will you be my mentor?" Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's it. I think people just sort of look out for you a bit, yeah. and they sort of so like so with the worship, for example, some of the older worship leaders that were in church would help me. They'd you know give me feedback, yeah. positive feedback or negative, but they'd say it in a loving way, and um, or they'd just help me with different things. If I had questions, I could go to them and ask them. Yeah, and then there's other people which might be sort of from a more general thing. They might sort of check up on you and say, "Oh, how are you doing?" So I guess if you're listening to this and you're sort of thinking, "Oh, how can I help these young people that clearly need so much help, they don't end up like Ben?" Um, <laughs> then yeah, like mentor them, look out for Get them, alongside them. Yeah, and I do wonder whether people are reluctant to do it because they think, "Well, I'm old, and what do I know?" and but you haven't got to know it all, have you? It's just about care, isn't it? I think. Just, yeah, just, even if even if you've never been through that situation that they're yeah. going through, yeah, mm-hmm. just being there for them, right. just being having wisdom that you do have, even if you don't think you do, you do because you've lived longer than they have. Therefore, you've been through more. Like, yeah, yeah. So, and I think reaching out, like, because the thing is, is in a church you've got the young people and they all huddle together, don't you? And then you've got the old people and the people <laughs> our age and stuff. But I think the more that we can keep getting outside of these boxes because your friends like we'll chat to your friends and they always really want to chat to us and yeah. they like it what we think what they we do th- <laughs> <We don't know. laughs> this might be the do great like delusion it? they actually but, hate you but yeah but you nice. like it ben you you're a chatter and you love it when people in church from yeah if, it, if like an, grandparents if age. an older person came yeah. up to me it's not like i'd be like oh my goodness who are they? Like oh, you're making earth. me look uncool. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Like it, you're getting to know different people, yeah. and in my eyes, they're the same as a young person. Yeah. Like it's not weird to talk to them. If anything, they're probably more helpful because they'll actually sort of be able to help you. So yeah, and give advice. Yeah, and just from their lives, like you learn so much, don't you? From yeah. other people's lives and their stories, and just being friendly and warm to you, I think, can really be a good thing. But the massive thing is praying for people younger generation because at the end of the day we keep going on about the younger generation like this huge pressure but ben people like you you are going to be the next the, prime minister <laughs> watch <you're>, out <laughs> you're going to be the davids and the esters and the you know the the moses and the the people 
in the Bible of this next gen- and it's going to be it really is going to need people like you with backbone and with strength and courage because there's a lot of compromise and a lot of compromise it's not just in the world but it's in the church as well so we've really got to pray for you and your friends and people like you and our neighbours and all the the young people around us. Don't you think we need to probably just examine our own heart a little bit as well though because we do end up with these generalizations don't we like young people can sort of feel a bit fed up about old people because they're old and older people can look at the younger generation and say well they're they're not living like we used to live and they're not doing things the way it should be done and we can sort of just judge in a really unhelpful way and then in doing that you sort of write people off but what you're talking about ben is we just one family together here and and all the ages work together that's the way god's body works the best actually when you've got the young and old together without those sort of prejudged views of each other. Yeah. And like you're saying, like people, if they, if older people are sort of judging younger people, they might be like, oh, they're young. They can't do this or they can't do that. Yeah. So, but in a church, you know, it, it's good for the young people to get involved as much as they can mm-hmm. and to sort of push themselves and to try to try different things to see where they fit. Yeah. But obviously, if the older people, older generation or whatever don't want that to happen then they can't so it's sort of down to them to release them yeah and to well and also just to push them a bit because like I, I personally wouldn't have ever picked up my guitar and got on stage and led worship if I hadn't had older generation push me to do it right. like nothing about that appealed yeah. to me but then because they were there helping me with it and they said oh yeah you'd be good at that you can do that then yeah you know it's how you sort they of develop yeah, the same thing happens at Alal with our undivided, isn't it? The young people and we throw them in the deep end, get them to share devotions. And honestly, it's all, I think there's something about people your age that get under people like our age and older <laughs> under the radar. And God can really, it's an, there's an, you probably don't see it, but there's an innocence and a purity of that's a in passion. youth, a passion that, that yeah. impacts our lives. And then there's the wisdom and all of that that we can give you, Ben. Mm. You can try. <laughs> we do need to avoid lecturing, don't we? I think we just don't need to be speaking down. Yeah, so obviously young people, um, they're trying to figure stuff out for themselves. And the older generation might. I'm sure their intentions are to help all the time. Like I don't think I've ever met an older person which has been a certain way just because they wanted to like be mean to me or whatever. Do you know what I mean? But like... I guess it's just the way that you, you do things. So obviously you don't, as a young person, you don't know a lot. You are still learning. So you need quite a lot of grace in that. Yeah. And then it might, the stuff which you are doing might be different to what the older generation has done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's important to sort of leave the room to sort of grow and develop on our own, but just with a bit of input. So yeah. not lecturing, not, oh, you shouldn't do that, you should do yeah. that. But instead yeah. just, oh, maybe next time do this. Oh, it might be good if you did this. Oh, whatever else. Just gives room then for you to grow as an individual and and even to be able to mess, mess it up sometimes and have, if you had somebody alongside that could help and guide through that even. Well, they say that's the best way to grow, isn't it? To sort yeah. of make a mistake. It's like babies, they touch an iron and then they'll never touch an iron again, will they? Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <That> it, <hand. laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe not babies, children. Children will touch an iron. <laughs> I don't think children should touch irons. Well, that's an example I, I've heard before. We'll lecture you on parenting when you get yeah, there. Ben. Yeah, yeah. All right. I honestly think that prayer is the the thing that is going to change the answer. It is the answer, and yeah. it's what's going to equip you, Ben, and your friends and your age group, and all of those that are coming up behind us and. And and I think it's our responsibility to really take that seriously, that we need to be praying for you and um, cheering you on. Yeah, that's the thing absolutely. that comes to me, like encouraging you and speaking life to you and getting out of our comfort zone to actually reach out to to people um, like your age. And Having compassion too on the pressures that there are and patience and, you know, yeah, that, that encouragement along the way is so, so important, I think, prayer being the key. All right, well. As we wrap it up, um, Ben, would you pray for us? That'd be great. I can do. Uh, just, just first, I've just, I've just remembered. I had a verse which I was going to share earlier. All right, but I got a bit carried away. Very good. So I've forgotten. But it was, it was when we were talking about making a stand, and it's something which did help me through this. Is verse. Uh, so it's Joshua chapter one verse nine, and it says, "Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged." For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Mm. And I guess it's just that thing that even even if you are making a stand, even if you are going against the current of the world, you're not doing it alone, even though you might feel like you are. You're not. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'll just pray. Uh, so, yeah, dear Lord, um, I'll just pray for for everyone out there, Lord, whether they're young and they're feeling lonely and isolated and like they're, a, a strange fish in the pond compared to everyone else, Lord. I pray that you would just give them the strength that they need to to make a stand, Lord, and to make you the priority in their life. Um, and yeah, and for the for the older generation, Lord, for the the people that have been through that, I pray you'd give them the courage as well and um, the the wisdom just to sort of come alongside those people and mentor them through it and help them through it and be there for them amen amen brilliant thank you ben All right thanks for having me you survived your week. first podcast with us <laughs> next week next week yeah are, are we doing a spin-off podcast we talked about that let's talk with ben let's talk with ben <laughs> yeah <laughs> we get enough views it's gone to his head a daily podcast with ben daily <laughs> full-time job perfect all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed this, this podcast with our boy, Ben. Podcast. And uh, thank you, Ben. And we'll uh, catch up with you again soon. Thanks for joining us for Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review or by contacting us at hello at ll.org or through Facebook. You can subscribe and share these episodes through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we also have other excellent resources online at ll.org, which we hope you will enjoy. Thanks again for listening.